Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Well, in the gospel, as I said at the beginning of Mass, the gospel has one of these phrases of Jesus' teaching where if you take them seriously, it just sounds very odd and almost offensive and a little too intense. Most Americans in the 21st century, even if they consider themselves religious, they like a very tame Jesus. Let's just keep it calm, all right, safe. Let's not ask too much of anyone, and we'll just all be fine, okay? It just doesn't measure up to the way Jesus was. His personality was a very bold personality. Jesus would not have been considered a wallflower. He had no problem speaking up, entering into conflict, and also loving people generously who most people didn't even notice in society. But today he gives us this really tough teaching. He says, if you don't love Jesus more than mom or dad, or you don't love Jesus more than son or daughter, you're not worthy of Jesus. That's the claim. How are we supposed to make sense of this is really what our task is. What I want to begin with is I want to begin with, maybe hopefully it's happened to you already this summertime, but once in a while we'll be living life and maybe you're out with friends at a good meal or maybe you're in a bonfire in a backyard or maybe you're out at, out at Lake Erie or you're going through beautiful metro parks. Maybe you're just at a quiet night at home and just kind of emerging out of your heart is this sense of like, this is life. This is what it's all about. This is good. Imagine every day as a book, these moments are all of a sudden a pop-up book. It's not high energy always. Sometimes it's the quietest, most peaceful moment. But there's something deep within us that goes, this is living. This is life. Those moments are where we get a little glimpse of a mystery. We're getting a little glimpse of what we're created for. That's why we say, this is life. And of course, we realize it's not within our control. Otherwise, we would just have that all the time. I remember, um, as you many even know, I, I love jazz. I remember going to a jazz concert when Nighttown Jazz Club was here in town. One of the most famous jazz musicians of all time was Wynton Marsalis, famous trumpet player. I knew he was going to be there. It was a secret concert. Ten of us were invited. We got to have steak with Wynton Marsalis and play music with him until like one or two in the morning. And I remember just at one point being like, this is unreal. This is amazing. I can go back to that nightclub with Wynton Marsalis every night until 2 a.m. It wouldn't be the same thing. These moments are elusive and yet real. And when they happen, they awaken up parts of us that we need to spend time noticing. But what they're putting us in touch with is the infinite mystery, is the mystery we call God and his plan for us. That mystery, that life that we get little glimpses of took on human flesh in Jesus and had a human face and a human heart. And he says to us today, you need to love me more than mom and dad and more than son or daughter. Not because it's a competition. He's not saying don't love them. What he's trying to do is give us peace and freedom. 
He's saying your heart is meant for a kind of life, a kind of love. And when you take it to other people who are just as weak as you and I are, who make just the amount of mistakes that we do, who are as limited as we are, you're going to get disappointed and hurt. He's like, I'm trying to show you, if you bring the deepest part of your heart to Jesus first, then when we relate to son and daughter, then when we relate to mom and dad, there's an interior freedom. We can be disappointed, but not devastated. We can be let down, but not shut down. Because the deepest part of us know our hope for life and love can still be met. What Jesus is trying to teach us here is there's a way of freedom in this world where your happiness and your fulfillment isn't dependent on how other people act. If it were, we would be insane. We would be doomed to frustration. But there's a way of living in this world where our hearts are set on the mystery known as God. So that how other people act, yeah, we still get hurt, we're human. But we don't get hurt on the deepest level. We still can be annoyed, but we don't carry it for a year, a decade, a lifetime. Moms and dads, sons and daughters, their presence isn't everything we're looking for. Just yesterday, I met with a woman who had lost her 12-day-old baby. Absolutely awful. We did the funeral here about six weeks ago. I was meeting with her just to check in and as you can imagine, right? One of the ways we know children don't fulfill every desire of parents, tragically, sometimes they die. Same thing with moms and dads. And yet what we're looking for is a love and a life that never ends, that never leaves us. And the desire is not naive. It's not selfish. What Jesus is trying to say is that desire will bring you to the place where there is life that never ends. But we can't shut down our hearts. We can't ignore the desires that life awakens, either through pain or beauty. And the only way our hearts don't shut down is if they can taste eternal life even now. That eternal life is Jesus. He says in John chapter 6, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life in them. So what is eternal life? Endless days? Pope Benedict says no. That is not what eternal life is. It's not simply, well, days never end. How nice. He says eternal life is the supreme moment of satisfaction. It's where those little moments that I had in that jazz club with Wynton Marsalis or those little simple days where you just have maybe a family dinner and you go, this is pretty great. Or you're with friends outside laughing, wishing the night never ends. Or you're driving with the windows down in the summertime, singing your favorite song. Those little moments that we say, I wish I could bottle this. I wish this could last forever. It's God whispering to your heart, awakening you, the kind of life he does plan to give us 
for those who respond to Jesus day in and day out. And so when Jesus says, love me more than mom and dad, love me more than son and daughter, he's not rejecting and condemning family life. He's saying, what you're looking for, they could never carry. They could never fulfill. They're good, but you want way more than even that. That's not selfish or naive. It's holy. Amen.